Hi, welcome everyone on second episode of uh, Betting Wells podcast. In this episode, I would like to cover probably one of the most neglected yet simplest and most important part of sports betting. So I will shortly tell you about risk and money management. Before anyone starts his sports betting career or whatever you want to call it, you should set an amount of money you are ready to start with. That amount is called bankroll. Bankroll should always be amount of money you can afford to lose because before making money, sports betting should be fun at first place. But if you want to take it seriously, you should treat it the same way. After all, it's your hard-earned money you are starting with. Sports betting is not a rocket science, but it's very, very hard to achieve profitability. It's definitely not get-rich-quick scheme like many people view it. It takes a ton of patience, discipline and proper plan to achieve profitability. If you want to get rich quick or flip 500 bucks into millions, I can guarantee you that won't happen. My favorite quote on this is, If rich people knew that lottery worked, they would hire people to stand in line and buy the tickets for them. So that's very true, because you are more likely to get struck by lightning three times on your way to the store than to win actual lottery. That's when everyone should realize they should stop gambling and start treating betting as investment. Obviously, it should be always fun and entertainment, as I said at first place. Billy Walters, who is considered the Warren Buffett of sports betting, hits 57% of his games and generates millions of dollars. He has losing days, weeks, and even months. Risking 1% to 3% of your bankroll is key to money management and key of being successful better. I'm personally risking 2% per bet, but when I started with small bankroll, I was betting 5%. Logically, every increase of your percentage increases your chance to lose it all. So I don't recommend anyone betting more than 4% or 5% per bet. Certain amount of your bankroll is called unit size. It's very different all around the world by sports bettors. From my experience, I would say that the most used unit scale is 1 to 5 units, where one unit equals 1% of your bankroll, and the unit scale shows confidence of sports better for certain play. I'm personally pretty conservative, and most of my plays are one unit, which indicates 2% of my bankroll. You can also see a lot of half units plays by me, especially when it's bigger underdog or at the start of the season, when there is still a lot of space to collect data for risking more. It's very rare to see me place two unit bets. Let's dig into some numbers. Why is money management so important? So, risking 20% of your bankroll over the course of 100 games, you have probability of 91.1% chance to lose it all. Over span of 1,000 games, you have 99.6% chance of losing it all. Many Instagram pixelers will show you the luxury cars, watches, stacks of cash, and a lot of more to bring you to their page where they will tell you that they are hitting 80% of their bets. I can tell you one thing. It's fucking lie. Hitting 70% in sports betting over 1,000 games is chance 1 to 9 trillion. To put that into per- perspective, the most recent lottery winner had chance 1 to 430 million chance of winning lottery. Chance of you being born is 1 to 8 trillion. So there is a bigger chance you being diamond tree or car than hitting 70% of your bets over 1,000 games. If you are sticking to the right and proper risk and money management long term, 
you are also less emotionally attached to your bets, no matter if the play loses or wins. It also prevents you from feeling discouraged after losing days or weeks. It's completely natural and happens to the best sports bettors on this planet too. Actually, it's inevitable to lose sometimes. If you want to take it seriously and eventually make it as your side or even main income, you gotta treat it the same way as you would treat your own business. Last but not least, I would like to talk about most common mistakes in sports betting. In my opinion, it's definitely overbetting and revenge betting. At least, it was my main problems when I was starting with this career. I know it's easier to say than to do avoid revenge betting, especially after ugly losses. That's when your head is telling you that this bet shouldn't lose after you lost six previous one. I can tell you that there is a much bigger chance it will happen than you might think. My advice is also to avoid betting while you're drinking. I know it's funny and some beer money for action or live bets are okay, but to wager standard unit size is just bad idea. When I was a college student, I placed a lot of wagers when I was drunk and sometimes it happens to me still today. And it's not pretty to wake up with headache and realization that you lost a decent amount of money too. When and if you are decided to take it seriously and really commit to sports betting, you should have long-term plan. What are you even trying to achieve? Because if your main goal is to place 15 leg parlays on a daily basis, then you don't need any plan. You just need 10 bucks every day and try your Hail Mary parlay day by day. In the end of the episode, I can tell you that it doesn't matter how huge bankroll you are starting with, but after two years of discipline and patience, you will be surprised by your view of sports betting overly. It will assure you that uh, there is a way to survive in this ruthless industry and much more behind it. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thanks for listening and see you next time.